to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to this episode of Affirming Truth. I am your host and your friend, Carla Arges, and I'm so glad you're here today. We are going to talk about something that a lot of us have trouble with and no one likes to admit, and yet it's causing havoc in our lives. And this is the idea of needing to be in control. How many of you out there are like me that have this need, this challenge, this difficulty of wanting to be in control over everything? You know, this need for control is actually often a trauma response. We think that if we can control everything around us, we will be safe and we will be secure. And whenever something threatens that safety and security, whenever something seems to be out of our grasp of control, it can send us spiraling. It can cause us to lash out. It can create panic attacks, drive our anxieties and fear high, and really dysregulate our nervous system. But friends, control is not ours to have. It's God's. And we need to take that from a head knowledge to a heart knowledge. Because I know if I asked any one of you who is in control, you'd say God. And yet we still battle it out, trying to make things happen our way, trying to make sure we get all the ducks in a row, all our T's crossed and I's dotted. And we are constantly met with that frustration, that insecurity, that flight or flight response when things are out of our control. Here's the thing. God has given us agency and influence in certain areas of our life. There's this thing that I call the sphere of control that I talk to my clients about. Imagine your life in terms of control as three circles. The middle circle is where you have agency or control. The things that you control there are like your reactions, what you say, what you eat, how you spend your time. That's where you have agency. That's where your free will exists. That's where you have some control. Then outside of that circle, we have a medium-sized circle. And this is where you have your circle of influence in certain areas. You can influence your health by decisions you make that are in your control, like how you eat, how you move. You can influence relationships based on how you show up, what's in your control, how you communicate, right? There are certain things that we can influence. We can influence our children into certain areas, but we can't control them. And then the largest circle, the biggest circle of all is all the things we can't control. We actually can't control other people, their reactions, their perceptions, their behaviors. We can't control the government. We can't control the weather. 
there's so much that is outside of our control. And that often is what sends us panicking because we have not recognized at a heart level God's sovereignty. We haven't trusted God at a heart level with his goodness in that area. And a lot of times it comes back to, like I said, that trauma, that maybe you had trauma where you felt out of control and you had to just grasp on to making sure everything was perfect in order to feel safe. We read in Proverbs 16, 9, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. We can plan and plan and plan, and to a certain degree, planning is good. But if we are so tied to our plan, rather than tied to God and trusting him, we will ultimately be disappointed, discouraged, fearful. In Lamentations 3.37, it says, Who has spoken and it came to pass, unless the Lord has commanded it? The control is God's. And guys, that is good news. Who is for you? Who is your loving father? Who has promised good to you? God. Whose plans reign? God's. It is a good thing that he is in control. Because frankly, guys, with our brokenness, we would just mess it up. We would just mess it up because we would do our, our, our the things our way. And really, our hearts are deceitful. Our minds still are under some of the influence of sin. God's way is the better way. We know in Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. We cannot fathom the far-reaching plans and purposes God has. We cannot fathom it. We cannot, his ways are above our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Yet in its time, in his perfect timing, he has made everything beautiful. We can trust him. We can trust him. So the point of knowing the sphere of control is to understand where you should put your energy, where you should put your time, where you should put your effort. Because too many of us spend precious resources, our energy, our time, all of that in things we can't control. No, we have to do what we can control. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Are we exercising our agency that God has given us in the sphere of our control? Are we managing our reactions? Are we managing our behaviors? Are we stewarding well our choices? Are we being like Jesus in how we show up in life? Are we running from temptation? Are we running from sin? Do we have a heart posture of repentance and surrender? Are we getting into the word daily? See, those are all things in our agency, all things in our control. And that is where the majority of our time and effort should be spent. 
in becoming that which God has called us to become. Righteous, holy, loving, grace-filled, merciful, forgiving, all of those things. And then we can put a little bit of energy into where we have influence. You know, Proverbs 27, 17 says, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. But on the flip side, we read in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. So we have influence. How are we using our influence with our spouse? Are we using it to build them up? Are we using it to speak life into them? How are we using our influence with our kids? Are we pointing them to Jesus? Are we breaking off generational patterns of trauma? How are we using our influence in our community? Are we being the salt and the light? Are we being that which God required us to be? You see, how we show up in our sphere of influence is 100% related to what we're doing with our agency. Let me say that again. How we show up in our sphere of influence is 100% related to how we are showing up with agency in our sphere of control. If we are not exercising self-control over our tongues, if we are not exercising, um, taking ownership over our healing, then the influence that we have in the world is going to be poisonous. It's going to be toxic. You want to be a good influence in all of these areas. You want to influence for the kingdom. Then you yourself have to be healed and whole in Christ Jesus. So that is why most of your effort should be in that sphere of control where you have agency, where God has given you free will to partner with him if you so choose to be that which he called you to be. But the rest, that's on God. And there's no better place for it to be. Do you trust God? Do you trust that he is who he says he is, fully just, full of love, grace-filled, merciful? Do you trust that his timing is perfect? Do you trust that his plan is perfect? Do you trust that no matter what trials you face in the areas that you don't control because you will face trials, do you trust that he will work it all out for good? Do you trust him? Do you trust him? He knows what you need far greater than you know what you need because he's looking at you from an eternity perspective. What do you need to get to the eternity with God and be who he needs you to be in eternity? This is your training ground, friends. This is where God is sanctifying us. This is where God is pruning us. This is where God is refining us. Do we trust him? When the storms blow and the winds rage, the things that are out of our control, can we be steadfast in our agency and influence to be like Jesus and point to the kingdom? That is what you've got to ask yourself. If you are spending too much time worrying and anxious about things that you can't control, you are neglecting the thing that God has given you to steward yourself. 
yourself. You got to bring it back to that. When a situation comes and you feel like you're going to be overwhelmed, ask yourself, where do I have control? Where do I have influence? And where do I need to let God be God? Where do I need to let God be God? My affirming truth for you today is I will focus my energy on what God has given me agency and influence over and trust him with the rest. And we read in Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You don't need to worry about your safety and security because God is providing for all your needs. God knows what you need. You are safe and secure in the arms of your father. You don't need to exude control over a situation. You need to release it to the one who has perfect control, perfect sight, perfect love, perfect timing, perfect everything. Trust him. Release it to him and focus on where he wants you to focus. How are you showing up to this life? I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.